Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Eschback. I'm Matt Golden! And this week we were talking about all the news that happened at San Diego Comic-Con 2018. And not just the news that happened at San Diego Comic-Con, but pretty much the news of the last four or five days around Comic-Con. Because there's been a lot of shit popping off right now. It kind of blends together, too. It really does, and sometimes you don't know if it comes from San Diego Comic-Con or it's just the news that happened to be out that week. So what do we talk about first? There's a bunch of stuff that we found out. Um, let's start, uh, with the most controversial topic, uh, and talk about James Gunn being removed from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and the implications that, uh, that may or may not have if he stays removed from that film. I mean, I just, I really don't want to talk about it all that much just because it just bums me out so much. I understand why Disney did it, uh, especially being Disney. Yeah, uh, and you want to be the family-friendly organization that you are. Uh, I was glad to see people like Dave Bautista tweet their support for him, and I was glad to see that James Gunn just bowed out gracefully, uh, so he understood their decision instead of like either a throwing a big hissy fit or just ignoring it altogether. But I mean, I I don't think he should have been fired. But again, did you read the tweets? Yeah. Did you think that they were fireable tweets? There, if he tweeted them today, yeah, oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah, but 100%. they weren't that bad. They made me laugh, honestly. Like, I mean, they I were. Mean, they were not great. Yeah, at the time, he was a writer for Trauma, and if you're familiar with Trauma films, especially around that era, that's very much in line uh, with the sense of humor. Uh, yeah, go look up the Toxic Avenger, and then we'll we'll talk about how appropriate the person that hired this guy and gave his first job. And come on, come on, man. And I'm sure Disney knew about uh, all of it beforehand when they fired him. Yeah, what's uh, the vetting process? Like, obviously, yeah. they fucking knew about this shit. And come on, it's bullshit. Any chance he gets rehired? That's the real question. Probably not. Uh, if I'm DC, I am snatching that man up immediately. Yeah, I wonder who would be a good character. Booster Gold would be a great character. Uh, yeah, he could do so much with so many people right now. It's not even fucking funny. Is there anyone you'd like to see replace James Gunn on Guardians 3? No, I instantly have... Um, a lot less going into this. He helped the Rousseau brothers in Infinity War write the stuff for Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not looking forward to this movie anymore. I know that Marvel takes their film stuff very seriously. They got Kevin Feige, the man with the plan. Yeah, and it sounded like it was a decision like to fire him by Marvel. Like, not by Marvel, but by DC itself. Like, the parent company. Disney? Yeah. You said DC. Oh, not DC. <laughs> DC sure, did not. I'm sure Disney would actually love to fire everyone that, that works at Marvel right now. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely something that Marvel Entertainment had no say in. It was definitely all Came from Disney. Above. Yeah. But one name I see batted around that people are suggesting to replace James Gunn, which I would be actually okay with, would be Taika Waititi. Yeah, that's the uh, only name that yeah, comes I to agree. mind. Yeah, I agree. Because he did such a good job being comedic and, and wonderful in uh, Guardian, or not Guardian, in uh Ragnarok, of course he would. He's really the only person in my mind that I, right now, can trust. Now maybe somebody else comes along and does a great job, and then I trust them more. Yeah, but yeah. We'll but see. I mean, yeah, I, I feel whoever. I feel terrible for whoever takes over. Um, you got to come James up with Gunn. that soundtrack. Yeah. You got to come up with those jokes. You got to make it flow. The and script has already it. been submitted. Uh, I, oh, I hope they still nice. use it. Uh, that's very nice. They better. So, or at least a draft of it. So I, I'm sure even there'll be a lot of stuff that Gun intended it to be. Uh, 
But yeah, it sucks. That's just. All right. The news sucks. <laughs> um, and they probably don't hire him back. There's a lot of backlash, but I doubt that it garners enough to make Disney even bat an eye. So moving on. Uh, first thing that dropped at San Diego Comic Con right on Thursday, right out of the bat. One of the big hammers dropped. Um, Titans was announced by um, DC uh, Unlimited. Is that the service call? Yeah, I think so. It's called. Yeah. So brand new series from DC. What do you think about the trailer? Are you hopeful? Are you excited? What do you like? What do you not like? Uh, I did not like the trailer. Okay. Um, Why? Well, mostly one, like it felt like I at any moment was expecting an Evanescent song to pop up under the background the entire time with that tone. And the tone of the entire show felt very much like one of the main reasons why people complain about the current Zack Snyder iterations of the DC universe. It just felt unnecessarily dark. Uh, I didn't like Starfire's costume looks, nothing like Starfire, but I've read that that's not that that's her like in the seventies and she's going to look different in modern age, but who knows? Uh, I didn't like that. There's a like, couple lines. One maybe cringe when Raven, uh, who looks super soft and super weak, talking about how much she sometimes likes the darkness. I had to roll my eyes at that. But the most controversial line, which I absolutely hated, was Dick Grayson saying, fuck Batman. And I hated that because that's not Dick Grayson. I could see Jason Todd saying it maybe, uh, not Tim and not Damien. But it just felt like it was the most over-the-top, hot-topic, angsty line out there. Now, will I watch the show? I'll still watch it the day it comes out. Oh, yeah, and you're one of those people that I can only assume, regardless of how bad that is, your love for Titans is going to uh, you know, surpass anything, so you're going to watch it regardless. Yeah, I mean, Dick Grayson. And the whole season, I imagine. Yeah, Dick Grayson's one of my favorite DC characters. Yeah, uh, get ready, buddy. That's why I'm kind of bummed out by his, at least his reputation in the trailer. But also, too, maybe I'm hopeful that like DC heard some of the feedback from it. Uh, I will say one of the best things that came out of this, though, was there was a meme. I'm not a huge meme person at all, but this one made me laugh. There was a meme that said, fuck Batman. Uh, Mary Aquaman, kill Superman. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. I appreciate that. So what do you think of the trailer? I thought it was okay. Um, I'll definitely watch it. Uh, seeing why Dick Grayson is saying fuck Batman is very curious. The costumes, though, for Beast Boy and for Starfire alike... I was very skeptical, and it is very Zack Snyder, so I'm very reticent to, to we give my stamp of approval. Mentioned too, this is being done by Greg Berlanti, who does all the CW shows. Uh, but we don't know who the show. I actually, I don't know who the showrunner is of this show yet. So, and obviously, they're trying to make it like I feel like an R-rated version of the CW shows too. Yeah, I mean, they're not pulling any punches. They're they're not holding back. They're making it super dark and gritty and. I don't know. It's it's somebody who knows what they're doing, but they've never been given this kind of free reign before. Yeah, and I will say I did love Robin's costume. Uh, yeah, it's fucking great. It looked closer to Tim Drake's costume, but it still looked great on screen. And, I mean, the reason he's saying fuck Batman is most likely because this takes place, or they're going to take a place where uh, Batman and Robin have their falling out where Robin's on his way to becoming Nightwing. But even then it was never a fuck Batman kind of anger. It was more like I can do this on my own. I don't, I'm not a kid anymore kind of thing. Yeah. So we'll see if that happens. And if he ever comes Nightwing on the show, then I'll be ecstatic. Well, one of the things that I've, I've never liked about some of these kinds of comics are everybody's too goody goody. I know that they can have their dark. You're not getting that. Yeah. We saw a hawk. You're not getting that in this one. Yeah. 
I mean, we saw Rob beat the crap out of some people. Yeah. Uh, which, aside from like how dark it was, the the even so, okay, it was quick on, cuts. On. It did look it did look good. He it didn't went, beat the crap out of them. If for this film or mm-hmm. the this TV show, he beat the ever loving shit out of them. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And we saw brief glimpses of Hawk and Dove. Looks like cut up someone with their wings as well. Cool. We couldn't really tell their costumes that well unless you get look like a freeze frame, which I did not take the time to do. But so we'll see. I mean, maybe going in with lowered expectations might help me like it more. And even after seeing the trailer, I still thought about pre-ordering the DC subscription service because you can do that now. Uh, even though it makes no sense to pre-order it at all because you they never run out of a subscription service. Yeah, the only benefit to doing it is if you pre-order a year, you get a discounted cost and you get an additional three months. That's free. true. Yeah. So that's really the only benefit of pre-ordering it. If you're going to do the monthly, which is only eight bucks, you might as well hold out. And they did look like they did announce some of the other shows they're going to have on there, like they're going to have the Wonder Woman series on there. Uh, Wonder Woman, the old one with Linda Carter. Oh yeah, yeah. We're um, gonna have Swamp Thing and Doom Patrol for it newer was stuff. Officially announced that Titans and Doom Patrol take place in the same universe. However, Swamp Thing does not. Yeah, but we have no idea for release dates or really anything about those other shows. Fall. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so. all we got. Uh, so real quick before we get into some more trailers, because I want to keep talking about those. Uh, we mentioned the CW and CW showrunners. Uh, guess what's coming to CW? If you hadn't heard. Batwoman. Uh, yeah, they're they're developing the show. So yeah. uh, whether or not it gets picked up, uh, we don't know yet. You know it fucking will. To have any chance at any more of the Bat family, they're going to jump at it. And it'd be an easy way for them to bring the Batman rogues into the CW show universe. Yeah, which you can get some cool. of the, the lesser villains. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can even get some bigger ones. Yeah, you might be able to get Joker or Penguin in there. You'll never be able to pull. Yeah. Not Joker, sorry. Riddler, I meant. You'll never be able to pull the Joker in there, I don't think. Or yeah, Harley I don't think Quinn. You can um, put a, either of those in there. We'll definitely have some Killer Croc, maybe Man Bat if we're lucky, and yeah. get some weird kind of shit in there. Yeah, because uh, Batwoman. Commissioner Gordon yeah, in there, you can't you? Why not? Kate Kane's only have her, like, a great rogues gallery on her own. So just borrowing from Batman's rogues gallery would be a smart pull, and likely what oh, they're, they're going, going to do. They're definitely so, going to do that. So I am curious, though, to see if the, who the showrunner is for that show, because we can see how much it makes a difference. Because Legends has a different tone than the other CW shows. Black Lightning has a different tone than the other CW superhero shows. So it looks like, hopefully, Berlanti is letting showrunners uh, have a little more of their own voice into it. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, maybe some Clayface. That would be cool. That would be cool. Expensive, but cool. Very fucking expensive. Maybe for a finale or something. Maybe they just show them in passing. So, and for other, like, we're talking about the DC subscription service, but... Young Justice is also going to be there, and we saw a trailer for season three of Young Justice, and I loved season one and two of Young Justice. It's they're they're almost perfect television shows for half hour animated shows, uh, and it looks like it's going to be more of the same, uh, which I'm completely okay with. Uh, if you watched the trailer, about like the first few minutes is a recap of season two, but the last minute shows a bunch of new characters, a bunch of new DC favorites. Uh, and the classic cast looking a little bit older. I was like, how they do those? It looks like it will be another time jump between season two and season three. Probably not as big as the first two seasons. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be much of the same, which I can't complain at all about that. Excellent. Uh, I didn't watch it because I haven't started Young Justice, so it didn't really affect me. <laughs> and let me tell you guys, Alex was gone and out of town, and I'm over here slaving away, updating and refreshing my browser like every hour or two. To stay up to date on the latest news for everything, and Alex just 
out enjoying his time, and now yep. he's got like a couple things that I don't even watch or care about, so he's going to talk about a few. Uh, so, speaking of the next one in line, what do you think of the Iron Fist Season 2 trailer? I liked it. It was very short. It was only like 50 seconds, I want to say. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's mostly it's more an announcement of the new season, but it showed Iron Fist basically being up these guys in this alley, and the way they shot the action, it looked so much better than it did in Season 1, and I know... Uh, the showrunner Scott Buck uh, is gone, and they have a new showrunner for season two. Uh, so for those that didn't like season one, season two, by all accounts, looks to be better. Scott Buck was also the showrunner for Inhumans, so you can see why Disney parted ways with him. Yeah, he did not do a very good job for them. <laughs> yeah. He lost them a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, he was Inhumans. He successfully showran the least successful Marvel project ever by a wide, wide margin. In the yeah. MCU. And I mean, if you consider any of the rankings that are out there right now, Iron Fist is at the bottom of all of those for Marvel shows on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure, I haven't watched it. Uh, I just found out that apparently there's a release date announced, so I have to binge watch the next or the first season of Iron Fist, and I'm not fucking happy about <laughs> it. Alex uh, and I were just talking about how pissed I was about it, so there you go. I enjoyed season one, so maybe mm. you will too. I fucking doubt it. You like everything when it comes to comic book stuff for the most part that's not true well it feels like it (laughs) (laughs) i don't have anything else to say other than that uh we're not going to talk about the godzilla trailer or any of that bullshit uh let's move right along uh what trailer are you going to talk about next uh we could i mean there's also the trailer the surprise announcement even though this is not a comic book in a sense but we do talk about star wars there's a star wars rebels trailer the new season which was not rebels a clone wars trailer which was a surprise because no one expected that. So they're going to get to finish the series, which I'm really stoked about because I love Clone Wars. And I'm excited that Dave Fiolini gets to close it, even though he's a showrunner on Rebels and will be no showrunner on the new Star Wars show, too. Good for him. Yeah. That's so, about how I feel like it. Yeah. Those shows have never... Uh, those shows have always been good. So one more season of something I like. I can't complain about that, especially when it came out of the blue. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was a huge surprise for Marvel. Big one for them on a comic con where they didn't really have any big wins. If you ask me. Um, yeah. Um, but Marvel wasn't, I mean, Marvel wasn't at Marvel MCU aside from Iron Fist wasn't really at, uh, no, they didn't Comic-Con. really have anything to do with comic con this year, which yeah. is depressing. Maybe E3 later. We'll get, we'll get Hopefully. more from them. Uh, so let's move on to the other big TV trailer. Okay. Well, and then we'll yeah. go to the, the, yeah, big, yeah, yeah. the big one that everybody was looking forward to. So we'll talk about deadly class now. Yes. A personal favorite of both mine and Alex's. What'd you think of this new trailer? There's been one before. But I this thought was a new and improved trailer. This was by far the best trailer from Comic-Con. Uh, at least for me. Yep. Uh, enough, I just got my wife the massive hardcover uh, volume one of Deadly Class. And when you say massive, that thing is a fucking dictionary on steroids. Yeah. And it, Big. And it's lovely. So it was, it was just nice timing. And she happened to say that it was her favorite trailer out of all the Comic-Con trailers across all genres. So I thought that was uh, pretty nice. But I think it's because one trailer was cut really well. But the show, at least from what we saw, looks so much like the comics already. Yeah, it really does. And something that's interesting is you'll get some more backstory. It looks like there's going to be more depth with the classes that you don't really get in the uh, in the comic. At least until later, anyways. Because yeah, in the first issue, or the first trade... You, you don't really get much of anything. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely excited for it. I think they're going to take some liberties, which I think they should. I still, I have heard that they haven't cast two of the main, um, students for the show yet, 
which is bizarre and kind of wild to me to have as much footage as they do. But, I mean, they're not the focal point. And it's nice, like, but there were several shots in the trailer that mirrored panels in the comics, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, they did. It was awesome. And it looked punk rock, which I'm okay with as well. Ah, uh, fuck yeah. It looked punk as shit, which is yeah, it one had, of the big parts of it. Had a track by the band Killing Joke, uh, the post-punk band from Britain uh, out of the 80s. Obviously, name reference towards the Killing Joke comic as well, too. And, of course, the most punk rock thing in the trailer, aside from two kids with green hair and Liberty Spikes and Mohawk, was Henry Rollins being in the trailer. I did not pick up on that. I've only watched it, like, twice, so I, I did not pick up on that. That's amazing. Yeah. So, anything with Henry Rollins, I'm on board anyway. But Henry Rollins basically being in a uh, a TV show that has a punk rock vibe seen through it. It looks amazing. And the fact that they didn't change the time, it, t- it still takes place in San Francisco, still 1987, all that. Even even the fonts they used looks like Deadly Class covers, uh, which I thought was really cool, too. Yeah, they definitely got um same artist. Yeah. And, and it's... name's escaping my tongue right now. Oh, uh, Wes Craig. Sorry. Sorry, Wes. <laughs> You're my boy. And the Russo brothers are the executive producers of it. Yeah, that's um, the big thing about this. Is it's produced by the same people that did fucking infinity war and sci-fi shows are real hit or miss for me there are some that are amazing and some that are just god awful but this one looks like it's just something else entirely and i cannot wait sci-fi has been waiting for their their big hit for a minute now uh and maybe this will be it for them yeah krypton's done well for them um has it yeah it has done well it got renewed for a second season good Uh, for them i guess lobo's gonna be in season two okay why we all actually turn (laughs) around and watch that that's cool um, that's big news to me. Um, all right, let's move on. I think that was both our favorite trailer for this, uh, yeah. Comic-Con. I cannot wait till we get to actually talk about that, like the full pilot on this episode. Oh my God. We're just going to be rock hard and jizzing the whole Has time. Has there been a release date for that show yet? 2019 is all it says. Okay. Ugh. So yeah, I know with a, with the We're trailer July, like that, I know. you almost expect it to be this year, but no. Yeah. With TV shows, you never really know. Yeah, that could be next fall. Like yeah. we could be a ways out. I don't think so, but it could be next fall. Yeah, um, moving on, the big trailer that everybody uh, in Hall H was clamoring for: Aquaman. So, what do you think of the Aquaman trailer? Fucking didn't care for it. You know, I um, I liked the trailer. It was it had a different look than the Snyderverse films. It was less dark, less grungy. It was very colorful. Yeah. Very loud. Um, to me, the weak points of it were the jokes in it. It didn't land for me. Yep. Uh, but I'm more optimistic about it. Not, you know, I'm not super stoked to see this film. I still will. But I had little hope going into it. But it looks like James Wan might know what he's doing with the film. I trust James Wan. I trust this film's going to be good. Um, I like that they got the original Aquaman costume thrown in there. Yeah. That was nice. It was a good touch. I like that we have two villains. I like that we have Orem yes, and Black God. Manta. And Black Manta looked amazing in the trailer. Black like, Manta looks dope. That might be the most comic accurate costume for a villain that we've seen yeah, for any DC. Now, um, here's the thing. is Yes, it looks bright and colorful with the cast of characters. But to me, it still was shot through gray colored glasses. <laughs> like... It's not the the DC that I still want, I don't think. We'll see when the final cut arrives. Yeah. Maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just something about the trailers or, or who knows. But I really don't want any more darkness 
or gray filters on my bullshit in DC. <laughs> like, just make a good movie. But the jokes did not land, which is yeah. super important to me now. Yeah. In these comic book movies, it really differentiates making this character human. And maybe they'll play different, like, when we actually see more of Arthur Curry, like, in a feature length and not just, like, quick uh, snaps that they're trying to do in a trailer. But not I don't know. everything has to be kick ass, yeah. DC. Not everything has to be the most badass thing that you can ever think of. Like, chill your fucking jugs. Calm down. Uh, I will say, and we saw too a young Arthur Curry at an aquarium, and there was a very, very brief shot of him trading with a little bit like teenage age, like catching a trident in between his hands, which I'm not, I don't need another origin story of Aquaman. I really be the first one on film. But I can see what they need to do. But hopefully it'll be like it wasn't a Wonder Woman where we saw a brief bit. Like it was just the right amount of time at, yeah. for Young Woman before we moved on. I don't need 10 minutes. Give me five or six or seven. It looks like James Wan abandoned the bubble speak as well, which was in Justice League. Thank God. Yeah. That was stupid. So, yeah, I, that was a smart direct control decision by him. Uh, but I'm more excited uh, than I was for this film. But maybe I'm at like a five or right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm going into it with very low expectations and just hoping it'll blow me away. I trust James Wan, so we'll see. Now, at least to me, the far better DC trailer was Shazam. Oh my god, how did I forget Shazam for a second? Yes, this is DC doing it right. They got the jokes, they got the costume right, they've got the action right. They took out that stupid fucking gray filter and they just shot a movie and it looks awesome. Yes. Speaking of, like you just mentioned the joke, the jokes in this trailer landed for me 100%. Oh my god, that's cracking up. Like, yeah, the, the Game of Thrones joke, I mean, had me actually laughing out loud when I heard it. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say the same thing. I laughed out loud, not just the first time, and not just the second time, but the third fucking time I watched it, I was still laughing. And like you mentioned, the costume, it looks very much like Captain Marvel's costume. And when I say Captain Marvel, to anyone that's confused, that is the character's name. Yes, Marvel and DC both have characters that have Captain Marvel. It can be confusing, uh, especially with both having films come out recently. But Marvel owns the right to name comics Captain Marvel. Yep. So that's why the movie's called Shazam, why his comics are called Shazam. I have also uh, read that there will be no mention of Captain Marvel in the film. <laughs> They're not even making a joke about it. They're not even going to test Marvel on that shit. So, but regardless, I mean, everything just looked great. It looked fun. Like, it's basically... The movie big with Tom Hanks, only if he became a superhero. Yeah, I, there's no better way to describe this film. That's what it is. It's big with superheroes and Zachary Levi instead of Tom Hanks. And it has, is Zachary yeah. Levi the Tom Hanks of our time? Absolutely not, but this movie still <laughs> looks great. Uh, and like other people, it's like when they first saw Image of the Costume, they're like, oh, it looks kind of ridiculous and puffy. But once you see the trailer, you're like, oh, that works perfectly yeah, for what they're trying to do. Well. And like, I loved how there was that brief integration to the DC universe because the kid who he's living with in the foster home loves superheroes. We saw Batarang. We saw uh, paper clippings of other superheroes. That, that was a nice way to tie it into the universe at large. Oh, my God. I'm so pumped for this movie. 2019. I know. And this one gives me hope. Like, this is like, okay, now I want Justice League 2 because I want Captain Marvel to be in Justice League 2 and see how he interacts with everybody else. Yeah, I do, too. It's going to be fucking awesome. They're going to make a dope-ass Justice League movie. Or they could have made a dope-ass Justice League movie if they would have waited like three more years, let it build up, make this solo Aquaman movie, get a second Wonder Woman flick, get the Shazam, 
Get a Green Lantern movie out there. You don't even need a Green Lantern. Get Tease a, him. Get a Flash movie. Tease him. Just give me the Green Lantern wiener. Just, just like flash it to me. That's all I need. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of Wonder Woman, there were some stills. Did you see the stills? There were like three of them, brand new stills from the set. Yeah. No, I didn't. Whoopty fucking do. It looks like they're in a mall. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm never. I'm not a big fan of stills. Yeah, who cares? Usually, I, I like a still like what a costume looks like, but that's really about yeah, it. Yeah, it looked. So. Kind of 80s in a mall. It's whatever. Yeah. We'll see more later. I'm sure it's going to be a great film. I'm, I'm just happy that Wonder they're Woman making too. the film, that they're shooting the film. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, how are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Wonder Woman, just in general as a character? I love the character. Uh, she's, I was gonna. I was really hoping you were gonna say that you didn't, so I could talk about how much you hate women. But yeah, no, I she's guess a fantastic character. And she's had some great comic book runs uh, with Ruckus Wonder Woman comic book run uh, before the New Fifty Two. Brian Azzarello and Cliff Chang's run was one Epic of the best. Run. Uh, run to New 52 at all. So, I mean, I think she's fantastic, and DC's done some great work with her both in books and on screen lately. Okay, uh, let's keep moving on. Um, I do want to say one last time that the Shazam trailer looks fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah, all. for a movie, I was like, I'll see it. Now I'm super excited about that yeah, movie. Yeah, that's how I felt before and yeah. how I feel now. Yeah, that, that's what a trailer should do for you at Comic-Con. Uh, speaking of news, this came out, I want to say... Right around Comic-Con, maybe slightly before, or maybe the first day of. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is going to be in a Joker film. Yeah, with Todd Phillips. Yeah, I think that that was announced. However, they have a title for the film, uh, Joker. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, cue the John Oliver cool sound effect. Uh, Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. I mean... Maybe maybe they'll make another Shazam trailer for it, or maybe they'll make a Titans trailer for it. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. Where, where is it going to be? Yeah, I don't think we need this movie, but having Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker is... But the reason we're going to have that movie exciting. is because I'm still going to see it regardless. Oh, God They can cast right. Polly Shore as a Joker, and I'll just be like, here's my $12. I will see it opening day <laughs> yeah. in IMAX. If I got to pay extra, I'll fucking pay extra. That was unfair to Polly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That would be the, the greatest. Probably more excited. Oh, without a fucking yeah. doubt. Uh, right, let's see. Uh, keeping in the DC Universe, uh, Stargirl TV series was announced for the DC Universe. You know anything about this person? Yeah, uh, I mean, Stargirl's a fun character. She's created by Jeff Johns, who um, she's been around for a bit. Um, and I don't know, I guess they could do like a YA type series, or like CW type series with her, and I think that would be fine. As long as they don't go like the Titans route and go more like Flash tone uh, level, I think it would be a good series. And another female-led series isn't a bad thing for them. Because no. we have Arrow, Flash, Black Lightning, Legends, which is a team. Uh, who am I forgetting? Oh, Supergirl. Obviously, Supergirl-led. Who? Supergirl, you know. Clark Kent's cousin. Never Kal-El's remember. cousin. Who? I don't know who that is either. Nick Cage's son. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Um, all right, moving on, because I don't care. Um <laughs> Jeff Johns uh, is going to be doing a DC Black label comic called Three Jokers. I don't even know what it's going to be. I have just now started reading Metal, but I'm going to buy it. Yes. Uh, DC Black label is doing some really cool shit. They're letting the creators kind of set the time frames for how often they're going to be released, how big the comics are going to be. Uh, some of these are going to be 32, 42 pages, and they're going to be bi-monthly. Some are going to be reach. two pages. Yeah, for real. I Don't just made that up. Um, but it's really cool. Um, I'm excited for this. 
I know we're just shitting on Joker stuff, but here we are. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny how, like, like oh, another Joker film, but, like, Joker comics were like, yeah, sure, I'll buy it. Give me it. 80 yeah. of them, yes. Um, there is a rumor in the Marvel Universe that Ironheart is going to be the movie successor for Iron Man. I don't see that happening, but, I mean, it, it could happen. So. I mean, Tony Stark's ready to hang up the mantle, Robert Downey. Yeah, Jr. yeah, but I just can't see them passing to someone who's such a new IP, but, I mean, maybe they will. I could see that. Especially because she'd be the youngest member of the Avengers by, like, multiple decades. Yeah, I don't even know who Yeah, because Riri Williams, is, I want to say, is, like, 15, 16 years old. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of more Joker comics, the Batman Man Who Laughs, or the Batman Who Laughs, has officially been announced um, for November, series by Scott Snyder and Jock. And that's a six-issue miniseries? Uh, I think it was five. Okay. Splitting hairs at this point. Um New Shazam comic, also by Jeff Johns, has been announced for November. Which obviously is perfect timing with the movie coming out. Yeah, Get some really steam is. rolling with um, that, too. With a thing, writer that has a deep love of character. Yeah. Uh, and the only thing that's really announced about that is it's going to heavily involve the Shazam family. So I think they're expecting this film to be a big success and to uh, really integrate that family into some future films. So just my two cents. Um, more comic news. Uh, G. Willow Wilson is taking over Greg Rucka's uh, Wonder Woman run. Which um, if you've read Miss Marvel, yeah. uh, Marvel Comics, then you'll know that she is a fantastic writer. And I'm looking forward to what she puts out uh, under Wonder Woman. I have every bit of faith. My only thing is I'm tired of DC changing writers halfway through a, a story. And we get something completely different, and it might not be what we had before. That being said, full faith in G. Willow Wilson. She has won uh, several awards for for writing, and she's going to do a great job, I think. But taking over in the middle of a run, uh, as we saw in the last uh, Wonder Woman run, might not always be a great thing. Speaking of which, uh, James Tinian is leaving uh, Detective, Detective Comics to be replaced by Pete Tomasi. Which you and I both really enjoy, Detective Comics. Yeah, it's uh, under him. And Tomasi's a good writer. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Tinian until I read Detective Comics. Same. So I'll see what Tomasi can do uh, it, with the team. And if he's going to change the team at all or change the dynamic, and I'm sure he will to make it his own. Uh, Tinian's got a, a comic series called The Woods that I'm curious, and I've had it on my list to check out for a while. Um, so if one of you guys wants to buy it for me, and send it to me <laughs> I would greatly appreciate that. Um, there's a rumor from what I've heard. I've heard it was fact. I've heard it was rumor. So we'll see that Mr. Grant Morrison himself is going to be writing the green lantern, uh, come November. That's a day one purchase. Yeah. You go yeah. buy that comic immediately yeah. and you put it on your shelf and you buy a second one that you can actually read. <laughs> Just saying it's going to be good. Uh, if that, that does happen, but supposedly it's going to be Hal Jordan and it launches in November. Big time motherfuckers. Uh, do you want to talk about the Eisner Awards a little bit? No, we'll we'll talk about those. We'll later. save that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The if you want, if you're curious about the Eisner Award winners, the list is out there. You can go take a look. Um, lots of stuff from independent comics. That's all I'll say. Which is great. Good for them. Um, the biggest comic news from Marvel, uh, I believe, was Uncanny X Men is going to be the new flagship title. Yep. Uh, they haven't announced the creative team behind it yet. X Men Gold and Blue are ending. 
in September, I believe, which the series has been okay. I've enjoyed Astonishing X-Men a lot more. I haven't read X-Men Red yet, but you've read, I believe, and you enjoyed X-Men Red by Tom Taylor. Yeah, I've read the first uh, few issues, and I enjoyed it a lot. So I'm curious to see who they're going to put in that, but I'm a huge X-Men fan. And they did announce X-Men Black as well, which is going to be five one-shots, focusing on a different X-Men villain, all by different creative teams. One on Magneto, one on Mystique, uh, and so forth and so forth. Uh, there's also going to be a Hercules comic on Marvel for anybody who's interested. Whatever, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I like Hercules. Uh, like, give him like a good six to twelve issue run, like every few years. I think that will be just fine for a character like that. I enjoyed the, his last run where it was him kind of integrating modern technology into obviously a character of legend. Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, I think the biggest comic news for myself, and I don't know how you feel about this, um, Tom King and Mitch Gerards are up to their old tricks, and they're doing a mini-series called DC Heroes in Crisis. Uh, it's going to focus on the Trinity, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and then Harley Quinn and Booster Gold are going to be the main characters. So five main characters, and it is about a place, I believe it was called Sanctuary, it's kind of a planet or a city for superheroes, and there's a mass shooting that happens that takes out a dozen superheroes, and it's been confirmed that the Flash, uh, in one iteration or another, is one of the victims. It just better not be Wally West. I'm talking about the older Wally West, not the newer Wally West, because Wally West fans have suffered enough over the years. Uh, I read something that said it's not a crisis event if a Flash does not die. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so... There we go. That's straight from the mouth of babes. Um, I could not be more excited for this. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. I want to say this is also in October or November around that time frame. Um, I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I mean, you and I both obviously talked about how much we enjoy Tom King. Yeah. Uh, and giving him an event will be something will, will be a sight to hold for sure oh i i stand corrected september 26th yeah so it's not that far out either no it's it's right around the corner um moving along uh comic writer rob williams has completed his judge dread pilot script cool i mean i love judge dread the movie with carl urban if it's anything like that i'm okay with it and if you get carl urban back then i'm cool with that too i don't know if this is really comic news i suppose it is because there's been comics of it and several of them. So I guess here we go. Uh, Buffy the Vampire reboot in the works with Joss Whedon. Whatever. Whatever. I Got love it. Buffy. I loved Angel. I've enjoyed the comics, but I just felt like that show does not need a reboot. But who knows? Because if they reboot it once again, I know I'll be watching that pilot. Oh, yeah. The pilot. I'm sure we'll probably even talk about it, too. If it um, ever comes to fruition. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they got James or er, Joss Whedon back on board, so yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't go ahead and roll with it because I know he was kind of what they were waiting for. Um, so I think that'll happen, but who knows? That's all the news I got. Do you have anything else that you can remember from? No, Comic-Con? I think that's really about it. There, so there's a lot of news uh, this year and a lot of cool stuff and a lot of stuff that has us wondering. Uh, Matt mentioned the Eisner Awards. We're going to do a separate episode about that uh, when we figure out which of the books we want to focus on and talk about, which of the winners rather. Uh, in what format, but expect that soon. But next week, we're going to be talking about probably the best DC movie of all time, which is Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Yeah, uh, I heard it opened up at a 100% Rotten Tomatoes yeah. score. Pretty good so far. Yeah. Uh, is there something better than 100%? Because I don't remember. Uh, 
Not that's an actual number. So, <laughs> uh, my mom always told me to give one hundred and ten percent. So, but as always, you can email us at hintronofcomics at gmail dot com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please subscribe and download this podcast and every other podcast we've ever done. It could take a minute, but do it. For the Hinchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm Captain Comic-Con. Hinchman ain't easy.